baby defeating the Chicago Bulls 114 to 108 in overtime. Man, I am joined right now by the man, the myth, the legend, Skinny. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. We're going to give you some thoughts on, on this game. And then, Skinny, I do want to hear your thoughts about the trade deadline, if we may. Absolutely. Always. Always. Uh, so just getting into this one, I mean, it was uh, – all right, so we were already talking a little bit off camera. I, I was boozing. I haven't been boozing, so I didn't really – I had to go back and rewatch this one. But I did remember how I felt. It was ugly to start. There were points that were not good, but man, it did have an exciting finish. It was beautiful at the end, kind of like, kind of like that girl at the bar where you go early and you're like, "Nah, man, that's not for me." But then, like a few later, all of a sudden, she looks real good. That was kind of like this game. It's a joke, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not trying to shame anyone's beauty. Everyone is beautiful. There's a butt for every seat. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. Just get the joke. Uh, Franz Wagner, Franz Wagner, skinny. I mean, the man, 36 points on this, huge in the fourth quarter, 14 points. That was the big storyline for me. He's had now back-to-back just 30-plus burgers, almost 40 burgers on us. The German Wunder kid was just cruising. He, he was had it all working, 5 of 12 from beyond the arc. Um, just really took control. And the team played well behind him. I, any initial thoughts? What were your, your biggest takeaway here from this game? Well, first, I don't want to leave you hanging because as we were talking before, you weren't the only person boozing a little bit too hard <laughs> last night. But, uh, I mean, Franz is – like you, you, you said his name, Franz Wagner. Uh, mm-hmm. 30 points in three of his last four games, and he's just been torching people. I mean, yeah. besides the Miami game where, you know, they obviously schemed for him um, – Outside of that, man, he has just been getting to his spots. He had the game where he went off for 38 against Detroit, didn't get to the free throw line. Um, Last night, last night, I will say one thing I did like. um, Like you said, it wasn't the prettiest game, but we mismatch hunted a lot to start. Mm -hmm. Um, Trying to get Franz in the post, get Paulo in the post. And I think um, just the overall effectiveness of our – the intentionality with our offense of those guys and trying to make it easier for them. I think we did a good job there. And then Jonathan Isaac would be my other takeaway. Oh, yes. He was doing a little bit of everything, man. Big blocks, big buckets at the right time. I mean, his his box score is never going to like jump off the page at you like crazy, but his impact is just oversized. What did he have? Seven points, six, uh, 12, bo- 12 boards, though, last night was big. The man played 25 minutes, Skinny. Knock That's on wood now. Minutes. Knock on wood. Is that the most minutes of the season for him? That's his most minutes since 2019. Wow. Uh, and something crazier. He has now played more games than he played <laughs> in that 2019 season, man. He's at 35 games. That's crazy. Every Magic fans, knock on wood, pray to your favorite deity, put spoons on it. Whatever you do, whatever voodoo you want to do, baby, do it because it's working right now. As we said, he in his last 10, he's averaging almost 18 minutes a game, Skinny. So 17.6 minutes per game. That is just, if we can keep seeing that ramping up, that is an X factor. Coach Mosley's been going to him to close games a lot. I did, it was interesting to see Goga getting the tap here. Uh, He comes in with like a few minutes into the fourth quarter, stays the entire fourth quarter, stays the entire overtime. That was an interesting move 
from Coach Mosley. How did how did you feel about that in the moment, and then now looking back, what did you see? Same feeling. I absolutely love it. Mose is starting to un undo that tie a little bit and get mm -hmm. real uncomfortable. I think yeah. Wendell has looked tremendous since he's come back, but last night was just unacceptable. I think it, he was kind of just getting beat a lot, and Mose was like, "Okay, we're gonna make a we're gonna make a change here." He also sat Jalen going down the stretch. Yeah. Um, sat sat Markel as well. So those are mm -hmm. three guys that are in your rotation. And for Mose, I think when you make a move like that, it speaks to not only how you coach, but you're trusting those players. Because mm -hmm. Goga came in, and besides, I I don't care what anybody says, that that foul, uh, when he fouled DeRozan on the little sweep through, DeRozan gets the, uh, the yeah. and one, it's a bad foul. It's a yeah. bad foul. You, you got J.I. on the chase, yeah, 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 yeah right yeah. there at the end, to send it to overtime. You got J.I. on the chase, you're a shot blocker, just stay vertical with the guy, don't fall for a punt fake. But yeah. I'm not an NBA player, I'm not in that moment. So, um, But I think... I've, I mean, I just can't say enough about Goga, man. Really, though, yeah. like the block he had was huge. His rebounding was huge, keeping a bunch of um, second chance opportunities alive for us. I liked it, though. I think uh, I think that's something Moses is going to have to do to show everyone, like, I tell you guys to be ready to play. I'm going to mm -hmm. show you that you should be ready to play. And Gogo is a good example of that. Yeah, nice stat line. Five, five not crazy, five points uh two boards from Goga but I get it was just a different look to have that physicality on Vucevic too and the extra rim protection along with J.I. I think yep. you know what was ugly about this game earlier early was the turnovers which were killing us we yep. I think we had 17 turnovers at the end of the game um and I would put money on that a lot of those were early let me see if I can see the first half um, in just a second, but, um, yeah, nine of those turnovers for us were in the first half. So yeah. it was ugly early. And the other thing was the, the bulls were using our strength against us. They were getting into the paint. They were getting some easy shots with cutters. It was just like a little too easy. And I don't know if coach Mosley saw that and said, you know what, let's give a different look. Let's add a little bit more physicality here. Not to say that, um, Wendell is not physical, but more rim protection with Goga. Interesting that he went there. And then another interesting move that, that you said, having Suggs on the bench and Cole Anthony out there, which, I mean, I, I, I'm in the midst of writing an or, um, article for Orlando Magic Daily about how he's been struggling so bad, and I'm, I'm just – I'm kind of getting a little writer's block because really the whole sum of the article is like, he's been trash lately. He's been sucking lately. That's <laughs> – it's not really – he just looks out of sorts. He's turning the ball over. He just isn't getting into his shots. Everything is too hard, too soft. Like, he's just out of sorts. And I think what you said, Coach Mosley showing Cole and showing the rest of the team, like, no, I'm still going to bang with you. I'm going to give you your opportunities. This is a guy that's really been struggling in January, and here he is playing the end of the fourth quarter, playing the uh, the overtime, overtime. – and rewarding Coach Mosley for that. 14 points. He was a plus 16 on the night. 11 boards at some crucial times. Got the board to send it into uh, overtime, making sure the Bulls didn't get another last-minute shot there. Um, you know, the, the numbers aren't crazy. 5 of 11, 1 of 5 from beyond the arc. But really, it was just that he had that faith, and, and Cole played within himself. He didn't look out of sorts tonight. I think that confidence that Mosley gave him externally – really helped internally and I was happy to see that 
he had a positive impact on this game because he's been uh, going down a precipitous uh, downturn path lately. And I've been a little worried about Cole. So this was really positive to see from him. Any other yeah, was, uh, takeaways on this? Uh, you you touched right on the person that I wanted to talk about in Cole Anthony. Um, unfortunately, you know, Peach isn't here for you guys to do the psychological check-in. <laughs> um, but I think Cole needed one, honestly. Mm. Uh, he had a presser where he was talking about just lately some stuff in his life had been going on. You know, some yeah. hit a little rough patch. And I, I think people, we sometimes do forget that these NBA players, though, they make millions and millions of dollars and drive mm. ridiculously nice cars. Stuff happens. Shit mm. happens, you know. Um, but I think, like you said, man, that's something that, that's got to feel good for a guy like that. Going through something like that, it's affecting how you play, but your head coach is still like, like nah, man, you're still my guy. You're still my guy. Go in there and get at it. Um, and I think one thing about Cole Anthony, something about every player, I don't like box tour watching because, like you said, yeah. Jonathan Isaac, Goga, Cole Anthony, how many guys across our lineup can we say like their box score won't jump out? Mm-hmm. You know, Cole, 5 of 11 overall, but he had, what, the two back-to-back buckets in overtime. Cookies, he just cooked Vooch on switch. Like, um, it's those little things about the game that you don't get to see if you just look at a box score. So, I mean, I think for Cole, continuing just to play his game. Yeah. Um, but also, to your article, the point, you're, you weren't wrong. It was <laughs> horrible. Bad, dude. It was bad. And he's like twenty six percent from three. Like it yeah. was. It's been rough. Yeah. So it was great to get a Cole, Cole Anthony game uh, last night, man. You always say like a, a average Cole Anthony game usually wins you a game. He gets fourteen points last night. Eleven boards is just absurd. But overall, man, good W. Um, I think my last yeah. takeaway. My last takeaway because I know you wanted to talk a little about free agency, mm. and this is a guy that. I was I was interested to see what they would do with his contract. Um, Twenty two minutes of Gary Harris last night and two points. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of a non factor last night. He had a I couple of like good this... games prior to that, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. I don't know. No, yeah, I, I I feel I if you check out Second Cousins, check out Peach and I's trade deadline recap video that we did recently. Um, also need to plug this right now. Make sure you're getting your tickets for court cousins night on Thursday, March 21st. We're going to be down there. I'm going to be getting you a ticket skinny. You're going to be in the building with us. Uh, we're going to be watching our Orlando magic take on the Pelicans. We're sitting in the lower bowl. It's discounted tickets, tons of giveaways. So make sure you grab that. But if you check out that recap video, I said something similar. Uh, I was expecting, and after looking at the trade deadline and the level of players that were moved, no like big tier guys really were moved. Maybe you consider Pascal Siakam before the deadline. But that was the spot I was looking to get upgraded, that Gary Harris spot. And not necessarily because of his production, because when he plays, he plays pretty damn well most of the time. It's just like the injury proneness of that position. And if we could swap, get out that you know expiring deal and bring in someone, you know, Buddy Heald moved to the 76ers and I don't think he's as good a defender as Gary but what he brings on the offensive side 40% from three you know seven attempts a game like that is an offensive element that we don't really have right now and um, that would have been nice if you could know that Buddy Heal was going to sign with you and have him for a few years Um, but yeah that that spot that Gary Harris slot was something 
I thought we might look to upgrade here. Nothing big. I didn't expect any of the pie in the sky stuff. But what were your kind of bigger takeaways? Was there a certain guy you were looking for in that Gary Harris spot? Or what were you expecting to happen versus what did happen and how you feeling now? I think um, you hit it on the head. I was looking to bring in guys that we were going to be able to count on to be healthy, consistent, and Mm -hmm help this team reach the point that I believe they're supposed to reach at the end of this year, which is be a playoff team. I think they'll do that regardless. I'm not saying that not moving Gary Harris doesn't help that, but I think that some of these Gary Harris minutes are just starting to become, to me, I look at that and I'm like, okay, what did, what did I get out of those 22 minutes? Um, You know? Okay. Oh, well, hold on. The skinny with the Gary slander. I don't know. He's, he he. Why well, he had a good game? One of these, didn't he? I don't know. But you, you're, right, no, you're right. He he doesn't. He won't even shoot threes sometimes, man. Like I I I just I get it as a guy that you know. If you're a forty percent three point shooter, you do one of two things: you either pick your spots well, or you just shoot the damn ball well. Yeah. He is more of a shooter that I see. He tries to pick his spots. I love that he's putting the ball on the floor. Um, but I just think in terms of what exactly you need, you mentioned a guy like Buddy Heald. I didn't have specifically a, a Buddy Heald want list. I kind of wanted Tyus Jones because he's a healthy point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted somebody that shoots. I honestly, just shoots the shit out of the ball. It's, yeah. it's as simple as that. You just need one of those guys on the floor. Right. Um, if not, I would have loved to say mortgage Gary Harris for a couple of, you know, Second round picks or something, you know. Yeah, they love just the stats get something those. to the arsenal, you know. Yeah. And you add you um add Anthony Black back to the rotation. I think he was mm. solid. I think mm-hmm. he's shown that he could play for you. Yeah. Uh, maybe if you want to get Jet, they recalled Jet after the game last night. You know, so yeah, I'm not. I'm just not sure. I think there's just. I think the trade deadline. I looked at it as a second chance to clear up some of those question marks that we had coming into the year. Yeah. And we did it. That's an interesting I think, point. I didn't think of that yeah. skinny. Just like a little consolidation. Just yeah, you, know, you know, let's let's open up a little bit more time for maybe you know an uh, 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 Anthony Black, and then bring Jet up and keep him up on the team. See if you can get a second round pick for Gary Harris is expiring. Just cause have it for a trade this off season. Because um, I think Gary Harris that like. Isn't that a player? There, there are these teams like the, the Warriors and the the Lakers who had like oh. no capital really, but they might have had some second round picks in like 2027 or something. Like it yeah. would have been all right to to get him off or something. Um, because yeah, I mean, even he's he's up and down. He's either going to be fuego for you, like hit four of eight against Detroit, and he got 14 against Milwaukee and 15 against Indy, but then it's like zero zero three. Five eight, so yeah, hit yeah. or miss from a from a vet is tough. Yeah. I think that's the right, 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 right. Yeah, if I get that from from an Anthony Black, I mean, you're 19 years old. I threw you into the fire. Here, here, so you're 29 years old and you played in the playoffs. Come on, yeah. brother. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, that is that is fair. That is fair, and I think the other the one that really frustrated me, and again, go check out the recap for more, was the Boyan Bogdanovich. Like, I really was mm. bummed to see him go to the Knicks along with Alex Burks for three second round picks. I think one of them might have been Portland, so that's a pretty decent second round pick. But Boyan under contract for another year after this, like shooting, some size. That vet. that would have been nice. Yeah, vet. But you know, again, 
we're in a good spot right now. Magic, I think yeah. we're still eighth in the in the Eastern Conference playoff situation. Six, six now. Six right now. No, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, we we are. I will never say this again, but we are Boston fans today. Hopefully, they beat Miami at two thirty, and uh, we can keep that six seed. Oh my goodness. No, you're lying. Uh, we're in the seventh seed. We're behind the Pacers, who are in the no. sixth seed. Yes, we were yes, just, yes. We were just six. We were they, well, six they, this you might have looked because we're a half game oh, okay, behind the Pacers, and then you know the 76ers with Embiid out, they're gonna fall, man. There we're only two and a half games behind the 76ers. I think they fall below us. Um, we're ahead of the Heat right now. We again, yeah, we're Celtics fans today. Um, we can. It would be nice to get into that six spot. And not have to deal with the play-in and just have solid playoffs. Because we have in our last, I mean, January was up and down. But since we started February, we have really good wins against the Timberwolves. Well, a really good win against the Timberwolves. We are, what, 4-1 and one in February right now? Yep. Tuesday's our next game against Oklahoma City. Great measuring stick. The last time we played them, we didn't have our guys healthy. It wasn't really a, a fair competition. Now we've got no excuse. We're as healthy as we've ever been, and they're the, be- the best team, one of the best teams in the West, one of the best teams in the league right now. Also a young team. They're a little bit ahead of us with Shea being on his second contract and already kind of a, a superstar guy. But we think we got a couple of those too. It's a great measuring stick. I'm excited to see how our guys play. On TNT, is this the first time Paulo's on national television too? Oh, my God. Thank you so much, <laughs> national media. Oh, my goodness. What do I need to do? Thank you. Bastards. <laughs> but, uh, oh, boy. Yeah, man. So um, thanks again, Skinny, for hopping on. Um, oh, Magic, I feel like we're in a good spot, yeah? Oh, we're doing fine, man. We're going to be good. I think that six seed has our name all over it. I like that. From your lips to God's ears, baby. We'll have to see you next time, Second Cousins. Thanks, everyone. Peace out. Let's go, Magic. You don't have a sign-off, Skinny? Oh, go Magic, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I I was trying to wait. Hold on.